Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sandspans Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, we're locked into finals. How good's footy? Yes! <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. And you know what else we're into, boys? Roasted my dad's house. <laughs> oh, yes. when we need the details, uh, we got to work out a date. Um, but he's air. he's confirmed. Yeah, he's confirmed. <laughs> well, or we discuss the address <laughs> and date on yeah. it. Yeah, come to come to. We're going to go to the sexy land on the way. The people's roast, <laughs> people's open roast. to all. You, you know what? Bonnings have a sausage sizzle. We should have a how good's footy sausage sizzle in the sexy land car park, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just roast meat. <laughs> oh fuck, that's oh. mate. Bloody Come hell. For, it's This was, we predicted it to be a big week, and it was. Uh, and there was a few other things, just a little bit of a few sprinklings of a uh, bit of Haggard's footy magic over all the games we hadn't really spoken that much about in uh, anticipation. Boys, I'm calling it now. Mm. 2019, year of Haggard's footy. <sighs> Bloody is. Because 2018 was as well, but this year even <laughs> more so. Because well, we're all in. We're in. We're, we're locked in. We're locked in. Essendon, again, have made the finals solely on the back of our skulls. <laughs> we won five weeks in a row, which propelled us into finals. Not a convincing win in sight. This, although this week, convincing win. Yeah. After two, someone was like, after losing two games by a consecutive 175 points. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah, look, footy's massive. In fact, this round of footy is so massive. We ain't got time for shit. Let's dive in. Let's go. Quick. Now. In. Friday Hurry night. As, oh. we, as we predicted, oh. a shit house. We game. said no time for shit. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, there's just a quick thing we need to say about this game. Melbourne are absolute horse shit. Who tipped them? Me. Sean. <laughs> I'm a fuckwit. Sean. Tom, I've tipped them so many times this year that I thought, come on, boys. Do it for me. Sydney, uh, you got sucked in by the fact that Melbourne are playing games. Sydney are a very good side who've lost a couple of games. Whereas Melbourne are a bad side who don't know how to win. Did yeah. you did you watch any of this? No. I watched I watched bits and pieces. No. And watching Melbourne not use the ball well is the most frustrating fucking thing in the world. And what mm-hmm. and Sydney, like the other thing too is that Sydney outplayed them, but also they got out coached. 
uh, dropping their only recognised ruckman and playing a leer in the ruck. Great. Tom, go on, go Tom, on one of the hitouts. Thomas. Yes. You've talked too much about this game. All right, then I'll Quickly, stop. just quickly. Oh, yeah. Sydney had six players that all kicked two goals. That's good. Jeez, Sharing that's, it around. That's actually yep. that's impressive. Uh, including guy kicked his first goal, Bell, first game. See the, the video where he called his mum and they both started crying yeah, on the phone. Kicked a goal. See what he did? Bit of, bit of a goodly war dance. Big fan. That was great. Yep. Big fan. Bloody awesome. Funnily enough, didn't get booed for the rest of the game, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's um, almost like it had nothing to do with it anyway. Uh, Kieran Dor- Jack has uh, retired. Yes. Yep. As of today, so which is as of Monday for people who are listening. We finally have breaking news. Normally all the news is broke. Yeah, uh, breaking news. You would have read about this by the time you hear in the episode, but Kieran Jack has retired. He has retired. Is McVay going to get up for the game? Again, we'll probably know that by Thursday. <laughs> to the people listening, we'll know. <laughs> we currently do not. Because that'll be his last. Profit call? I don't yes. know. Oh, I hope. Yeah, that is, not is, a, is he fit? Often when, often when you give a profit call, you usually have an answer. Not profit call, no idea. Profit call. You'll kick three. You know what? Yeah, no, I just park him in forward pocket if you have to. Just, just get him out there. Get him out there. Although it, horse feels more sentimental than than Clarko, so oh, definitely. Although Clarko was love, we'll get to that later. But Clarko was fucking loving what was going on on Sunday. Oh, yeah. How could you not? Um, Melksham, he was playing like he did for Essendon and kicked three goals five. I remember those days. Do you know what sucks? Melksham wasn't in the team. They would have kicked like what four goals? Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> imagine playing fifteenth and not kicking a goal for two quarters. Melbourne, that can't oh. feel good. Anyway, go- imagine dropping Jaden Hunt and then l- l- lacking pace in the forward line when he'd been giving that all year. Sydney won comfortably by fifty-three points. Sydney will finish significantly higher than they have this year next year. Melbourne fold. Yep, merge with Tassie. Go- <laughs> merge with the Gold Coast. Move them to Tassie. Oh, Gold Coast don't deserve that. <laughs> that one does. No. Next game Saturday. Carlton take on St. Kil- oh. Oh. No, no, no. no, no. This, was, this was a good game. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, good this was a good game. It was a good game. We um, watched 30 seconds of this. Correct. And then something else came along. Yeah. So we watched that instead. No, but, but we um, watched, I don't know where it fit in. Did we watch some of it during three-quarter time of our game? Yes. And the start of this game. We watched the first. Because little. we saw Harry kick a ripper. That was. What are the common notes? That's goal of the year. I don't think it is, Dwayne. Dermy, yeah. Dermy just. Would not stop <laughs> saying like, it was the goal of the year. It was a ripper goal. Jeremy's like, it's goal of the year. And Brad Johnson's like, really? Yeah, straight away, like, his voice went through the roof. Really? <laughs> nah, it was from 50, just snapped it around his but Oh, it was oh, a beautiful it was kick. Great. It was a ripper goal. Boys, I think I like Carlton. Yeah, it hurts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about this moment that I've said this next year when they're winning games. Or and next week when they break my heart. Uh, and their fans are unbearable. They, they look, Teague, training wheels, fuck them. Mm. Doesn't need them. Chris Judd looks like an even bigger idiot than he did before, and I tell you what, he looked pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Broke the curse too, didn't he? Yes, coach being re-signed. Yep, winning. Mm-hmm. Got a round of applause everywhere he went. I think for forty-eight hours straight when yeah. they announced that he. It's just good. This is okay. Carlton showed the, that they yeah. are confident to win, also because. Uh, St. Kilda kind of had them on the ropes for a little bit and then Carlton, like a type of team, like the St. Kilda put them in a position where lower teams like Melbourne or even like some of the games that Sydney have struggled to win where it's close, but because they lack experience or whatever, they really struggle to get on top of that situation. The pressure gets to them. Carlton were like, no, this is ours. We're going to win this one. That was good to see. Daisy also announced retirement. This was his last home game for Carlton. There's a lot of retirements. Did he 
did he say that he's not going to try and get another? No. Nah. No, he said that he's done. Really? Yep. He's not, finished. Not interested in Gold Coast or any of that action? No. Nah. I think he I think if he had been I don't think I don't think he wants to move. Yeah. I think if he'd been offered one more year at a Victorian club or at Carlton, he probably mm. would have stayed, but I don't think he wants to go north. I'm trying to think if there's any Melbourne based team that would have a crack. He played yeah. all right this year. It did, yeah. But it just came down to him or Simpson, really. Yeah, and Simpson's no offense to Daisy, but Simpson's yeah. a better player. Well, no offense to anyone. Simpson's just a gun. Simpson's He's a, a freak. Um Mitch McGovern kicked a couple. Good on him. After, you know, being dropped for not, you know, mm-hmm. lifting to the standards. Yeah. Um you know he's very good at football, guys. New slash. Patrick Cripps. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty good. When he's got a million blokes hanging off him. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> he just, he's, a, he's monstrous. Like, he's just a big fucking unit. Yeah. He plays on the ball. Mm-hmm. I love it. This is, is what I was going to say before. This, is, this whole round is a how good's footy round. Because how good is it? Like, Teague getting emotional, getting the coaching gig after everyone, like, in the media was like, nah, he's not good enough. He's not good. Damien Barrett's like, oh, he's not going to be the coach. Sucked in, Barrett. You don't know shit. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> Cop it. You and Chris Judd can go back to the dumb town that you live in. <laughs> dumb town. Dumb town. Population, both of you, and sometimes cane corns. Sometimes? sometimes? No, no. He's sometimes in dumb town and sometimes he's in dumber town. <laughs> Dumbest town. No, no, no. He doesn't get an invite there. <laughs> it's so dumb. They don't know how to get people in. Tex is the mayor of that town. Oh, he is. <laughs> Did you see the thing today where someone was like, if Adelaide and Port Adelaide are equal again, how will we work out who goes into the eight if they're spotting the eight for grabs? People are like, what method would you use? And Kane's like, put me and Tex in a boxing ring. Right. Tex is like 197 centimetres, a bit like a fridge. Kane, you would last a day. Wait, did, did a you minute. Say, <laughs> you'd last a minute. <laughs> Longest fight ever. Did you see the comments to Kane's tweet? Oh, were they all like, are you a flog? Uh, his dad got in there. <laughs> And said, mate, don't do it. You're out of your weight class. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh. Dad. I was serious. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Big um, fan. Well, that's good because it doesn't matter who wins. We also win because it means that someone we hate gets belted. Mm-hmm. It's good. So well, should we move on to the next game? Because I feel like you boys might have a few things to say about the match at the Gabatoire. What was the scoreline there, Dusha? Did you say match of the year? I I didn't, but I'm happy to. Yeah, say it again. Introduce the game again, dude. Uh, my my mistake. So uh, the next game was match of the year. Oh, oh big call, mate. Yeah, big call. I know. I know. Hey, there was two potential matches of the year this year. The general media has gone for the other one, but I'm sticking with this one. I mean, a far more exciting finish. General media are idiots. This one was way better. Oh, they're both pretty good. One point though. One, one point. Six points. Yeah, but like four minutes to go, six points. This was one point. Minute to go. Mm. Shot, no, sorry, two points under a minute to go. Mark of the century. One <laughs> point fucking 30 seconds to go. Have you, oh. watched, have you watched the clip that's got a few different angles of Link McCarthy's mark? And the crowd? I don't know who it is, but the ABC commentator lost <laughs> his mind. <laughs> oh, no. Speed. Spe- Brenton Speed, Speed did a, a very good job. Because he's just like, and Link and McCarthy. Oh! <laughs> the commentator is like, uh, the ball goes inside 50 and... Look, just clarify, Geelong lost. Yeah. Right. Could I add to the mark? Yeah. Right? The good brother came to me, to me today and said, he got higher than Gary Moorcroft. I said, what? <laughs> he, he didn't. He did not. No. 
The went, mark wasn't went backwards. If anything, like he didn't Mor- go up. Morkov did that as well. But yeah, Morkov, Morkov also went up. Morkov touched the moon and then went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah, that was McCarthy. McCarthy tickled it with his feet. <laughs> McCarthy went to take a screamer, realized that he had. McCarthy's was incredible, an incredible mark because he, he jumped mis- too early. He misread the ball and yep. then you just launched backwards. Yeah. It's majestic. The look on Henry's face as it's happening is just, oh no. The look on McCluggage's <laughs> face where he just put his hands in the air and went, fuck yes. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, so so look. A minute and a half to go, right? We, yeah. No, yeah, a minute and 90 seconds to go. Yeah. Took, uh, us, down, took us to 50 seconds going into the Oh, that's last. nervous. 6-6-6. Six, six, six. Bloody hell. I mean, it's good for footy. We nearly kicked two goals. You did. We stopped you though with our superior back. Oh, man. Well, no, Sav just oh, oh, got, was so good. Got fucking tackled, mate. He got fucking dislodged. Harris Andrews got him. Ablett, good nearly, Al Ablett nearly got around eight blokes. Did twice. Although, yeah, so just for anyone, we haven't actually said this, no. but <laughs> Brisbane defeated Geelong by one point. And it was decided because, as you all heard us just scream, Link McCarthy took a hanger. Do you know the real winner his, of this game, though, fi- Sean? In his 50th game, yeah. mind you, against his former club. And what had he done for the uh, previous, I don't know, two hours and 59 minutes? Nothing. Fuck all. Although, I'd even had a dig. I'd been like, Link McCarthy, he even said to his, lift. Even said in the post-match lift. conference. He, he just, lifted. He lifted. He li- oh. he went, no, he went backwards. <laughs> Bloody beautiful. <laughs> he, Although he was also, he was in the back line like, at the end as well. Because when I watched mm. the replay, Link McCarthy, he, he did like a pretty important smother as well. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. last like two minutes of the game, he... Won the game twice for you, basically. Oh, man. It was probably one of the best games I've ever watched. I said to Sean going into it, this this game has vibes of that Geelong-St. Kilda game from 2009. Just two heavyweights going Two heavyweights at going at it. I mean... Tom and I watched the game together. Oh. Yeah. Can I just confirm a few things, guys? Hey, hey did you ever watch the Brisbane game with Sean? Uh, I've been at a Brisbane game with Sean, but he wasn't sitting with me. Right. So just so to no. let you know. <laughs> just to let you know a few things about Sean. Uh, he high-fives his wall. <laughs> um, there was a moment in the second quarter where Geelong got a goal because Mitch Robinson fumbled the ball. Oh fuck! Sean was still angry about it at three quarter time. Fuck, I'm still, I'm still a bit miffed. It's only because the power of love has made me forgive him. I just love him as a footballer. He's the fucking best. But geez, just fumble that one three or four times and you got a goal because mm, we're clean. I think I punched a wall at halftime. You know, you were shadow boxing a wall. Just light taps. Oh, because it's um, concrete, mate. You don't want to dust these up. I need them. You're insane. <laughs> yeah. You're wow. an insane man. Although I will say this. So the best thing about the game was with a minute, no, with two minutes to go, <laughs> Sean was standing in the far right corner up against the wall. Yeah. I was standing in the far <laughs> left corner up against the wall. No one's sitting on the couch. They couldn't sit down. No. Nah. Couldn't be done. We sat next to one another for that whole game, I just we realized did. too. Yeah. We the real winner was friendship. Oh, bloody oath, mate. Although as we talked about it later, the result went the right way for friendship. It did because um, you were much more gracious in defeat than I would have been. I would have been a sulky, sucky, <laughs> fucking wall, shadow boxing dickhead. I, I was so excited when Sav went for that shot, but then part of me was like, what will happen? <laughs> will you die? <laughs> I felt like I died anyway. What a game. It was a ripper game. Um, and I think, you know, I'll talk about Geelong. You can then talk about Brisbane. But, um, yeah. yes, we lost, but we played – it's the best. It's the best consecutive two weeks we've played since the bye. I think you're back. I think we're back. I think our, our backline performed really well. Our, the guys have been missing a bit of form. Like Kelly um, Ablett had great games. Tommy Atkins had a fucking huge game. He had 11 track tackles. Ablett had eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Delhouse had an awesome game. Parfit had a good game. And then our backline performed fairly well. I mean, McStay and Hipwood did not kick a goal. 
Yep. I'll grant you that, but Brisbane don't care. No, I, I know that. Yeah. I absolutely know that. They're but not your typical – it's not your typical forward line. They no, don't, they don't absolutely. They don't care about the goals. But I'll take it. Which sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Um, And Sav stood up when Hawkins got shut down by Adams, which was really great to see. I think we missed Rowan. Oh, yeah. Just, just to have that other sort of target that defenders would have respected a bit. Yep. Um. Guy who played a huge game, a huge sort of underrated role, as I've seen a lot of Geelong supporters who are shit bitching <laughs> and moaning about this game on Twitter. Yep. And one guy being like, two is in the forward line, you know, did fuck all. I'd like to ask you, Sean, mm-hmm. see much of Daniel Rich on Saturday? Yeah, quite a bit. He did, oh, I thought he had a really good game. I thought he was – I, did, I thought the opposite. 25 touches, mate. mate. I thought he was well held by Tui. <laughs> was, well held with 25 yeah. no, no, no. touches. I, I thought, I'll be honest, I think we differ on that because I thought Daniel Rich had a lot of important uh, – Forward movements. I thought. I thought he was. You reckon? Good. I didn't yeah. see much of him at all. Oh well. I, I thought until he played a good game. That's right, mate. You're a little bit like your coach, I guess. You couldn't see an influential player. It's <laughs> the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Daniel Rich is ranked by Dream Dream Team points in the top 15 players on the ground. Oh, that's uh, not you know super high, I guess. I him. just thought he. I, I didn't. I, maybe I didn't see him as damaging as he was. I thought Guthrie did a good job on Zorko till probably the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to find Richie's meters gained because that's normally his area. And maybe that's what we Well, the 503 meters. So he had a big impact, I thought. See, I, he maybe, got, a lot, he maybe, got a lot of ball on the half-back line. And maybe he's not forward. watching him. Yeah. I just thought he was – Quietly goes about it. Yeah. Just gets it done. Gets yeah. it done. For um, me, see, for me, I didn't think Tui really did much. Well, no, and that, I guess my opinion was I thought he did an okay job doing yeah. that. Um, I thought Harry Taylor was fucking awesome. He's Harry Taylor is doing this thing where he's just getting good <laughs> right time of year. Top. What? Harry Taylor had maybe the best tackle oh, of the year. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Did you see this tackle? No, I didn't see this tackle. <laughs> oh, Brisbane. Eric Hipwood running in for goal. Yeah. Slight angle, but I would have backed him to probably kick that. Bit quicker, Hipwood, than uh, The milkman oh. <laughs> came from nowhere. The milkman cometh. We had, a good, we had a good time with the milkman. Anytime he laid a tackle or got anywhere near anyone, it's because they reeked of milk. He oh. could just sniff it. He was like, mm, <laughs> smells like dairy. Hipwood had a milk bath and Harry Taylor licked him up. It was fun. <laughs> we, were, we were saying that at halftime he'd gone in and just dunked himself in a big canister of like those big dairy like yep. tanks. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, but it's funny because you would have thought, I mean, I I think I said this last year that he shot. Harry Taylor's gone. He's oh, he moves like a hungry boy. I tell you, <laughs> that tackle. He's a thirsty man. That was fucking incredible. It was. It, if if Geelong had gone on to win, that was the match winning tackle. Oh, 100 percent. It was a ripper. But unfortunately, some they didn't. And no, uh, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Where are Geelong on the ladder for? Is this the first time all year you no. haven't been top of the ladder? Is it the first time since like the first couple of games? It's the first time since we got to the top that we settled. haven't been on top. Which would have been round three or so, I would think. Nah, about four or five. Really? Yeah, because other teams are winning consistently too. Uh, I feel like there was a point at the start of the year where it was you and I were the only undefeated teams. Okay. And, that uh, and then we got smashed by Essendon. No, that's right. Four, we lost to the so. Giants, but we were still on top. So you're probably since round four. Yeah. It's that first time not on top of the ladder. Massive. So... Not that it matters to us because we can't get a home final anyway. So top two is yep. basically the same thing for us. Uh, just <laughs> just checking though. Where where are Brisbane now? Number one. <laughs> one round to go. Brisbane are top of the ladder. It's fucking ridiculous. They finished it's 16th insane. last year? Uh, what was it 15th? Might have been 15th. Can't recall. It was somewhere in the AM. You won five yeah, games case, last won year. won five games and now we have 16 with one to go. So it's just fucking ridiculous. Couldn't have predicted it. It's pretty no awesome. Could have. Fagan's... Chris Fagan tearing up. Chris Fagan's reactions. Oh, I just love the tweets going around. He's, Chris Fagan. I want a dad hug from Fagan. 
Chris Fagan <laughs> ran onto the field the moment oh. the siren went and just gave his boys a big hug. It was the best. I like how you noticed he actually pulls it. He wants to jump and then oh. he goes, I can't hurt my players. He, he runs at Harris Andrews and you watch him because there's slow motion gifs of it. He springboards down and gets ready for the jump and then goes, no, 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 he's my star player. <laughs> and then he just goes in for a, a bit of a, a tight hug, but he doesn't jump. He wanted to jump into his arms yeah. like a younger man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the winds of... It's the fountain of youth for Fagan. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good to watch. Gabba was sold out, 36,000. It was fucking pumping. It was pumping. I knew we were in trouble when Cameron kicked goal five because the crowd got back into yeah, it. That, that's when we were within a goal. Yep. And then Link just iced it. Iced in his veins. Uh, Mark Adams. Fucking hell. In my opinion. He's never experienced defeat as a Brisbane Lion. In my opinion. Ooh. He's only played in the last – he's played the last seven games, I think, or eight And games. you've won eight in a, nine We've in a row. We've won nine in a row. Um, in my opinion. Yep. Cameron was great. He probably gets the three brown low votes. But if you said who was the most influential player on the ground, Adams. Adams. Adams gets the 10, I think. Shut Hawkins down completely. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Scott gives him the five. But so, so Chris just, Chris yeah. Scott, what did he say about uh, Charlie Cameron? Uh, I don't think he had that much of an impact. Yeah, or the, question, the journalist asked him, if you play Brisbane again in the finals and it looks like maybe you might at some stage, will you have a different plan for Charlie Cameron? And Chris Scott kind of scoffed and was like, did you think he was the difference? I, I didn't think he had that big an influence on the game. He kicked a couple of goals. He took his chances. He, and they lost by one point. He kicked five goals. He was involved in eight scores. Yep. He's a freak. He had. He was, their, he was your best player. Is Chris Scott, I mean, I know he's salty, but is he also salty? Like, Charlie Cameron's done this to you before. He did it in the prelim when he played for Adelaide to kick five goals. In I think. I think Chris Scott. <laughs> well, no, well, I, I actually think that, A, it's a really dumb question from a journalist because, yes, of course, mm. but also – if we're about to play Brisbane in the finals, we're not going to go, yeah, we'll do something different next time? Well, no, Chris Scott said that at the end of his answer, if I did have a plan, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. But I'm not going to have a go at the journalist for being stupid when your coach is fucking dumb as oh, shit. That's the dumbest you know, response Do you know what I love, though? Was, was all year. Everyone kind of went cold in the room, and he had a giggle to himself and went, have I misread that? Yeah. <laughs> no, but he didn't giggle. He just straight up went, have I misread that? Because he's a fucking... Uh, yes, you have. I like oh, that. I Someone tweeted us and said that um, Chris Scott's under a slab. Of concrete. It's Brad. It's Brad's Brad. killed him and Brad's taken over. I'm worried. Although, and that's 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 the thing that makes me, although we played really good. So, you know what's happening mm. is that Scarlet and Enright in the box, they're just too powerful. Yeah. Even if, even if, Brad, even the Brad energy in there, it's just too powerful. Those so, two. in the last 10 games, you're five and five. Yep. Just putting that up. We're uh, nine and one. But in those other losses, we haven't played as well as we did against you guys on Saturday. We're seven and three, and two of those losses were the worst of the year. Were there many players in your team who you thought didn't play that well today? No, not really. No, I had quite a few. In my team? <laughs> no, mine. Oh. Yeah. Who? That's um, the upside. Name and shame. Oh, not, I don't want to shame them. I think Zorko um, will have better games than that. Yeah. Well, Lockie, Lockie Neal will have better. Sorry, Sean. I've got one. Robbo. I'll tell you who was fucking incredible. And Oh, sorry, Tom. McCluggage needs to be the All-Australian wingman. If they honour the 666. That blind turn that mate. set up a Cameron shot on goal oh. or a... Had 27 a, touches yeah. and a goal. Yeah. He's a freak. He's played on the wing all year. Yeah. They're going to do the All-Australian team and I just know they're going to fill it out with Cripps and Bontempelli and these guys and then they're going to go, oh, we need to fit this guy in. We'll just chuck him on a wing. Pick a wingman. The pick two, pick number two one, wingmen. The two number one ranked wingmen in the AFL are Hugh McCluggage and Mitch Robinson. Robbo won't get in the All-Australian team, but he fucking deserves to. He's yeah. had such a good year. Is it because he loves taking his mouth guard out and yelling at umpires? Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, what <laughs> I love him for could it. he make the squad but not the team? I would like to see him make the squad. He won't make the team, I, I no. bet you. I have a feeling Lockie Neal won't be 
Uh, Lockie Neal will be on the bench, I think. He's just slipped. Because Cripps and Bont. And Danger, Danger's Cripps. lifted too, and he's a popular pick. I'd go Neal ahead of Danger, personally. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm not thinking but I know what you mean. on form. I'm thinking, yeah. Lockie yeah. Neal's never been all Australian. Really? He's had some huge That's years. That's insane. He's I guess years where he's topped the disposals. I think his Freo suck. Probably, yeah. They are a shithouse team for idiots. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I just... You can, like, we, I think we all know this. You can get in the All-Australian team off your reputation. Yeah. yeah. Alex Rains last year. played better than a lot of other midfielders this year? Probably not. His last month's been awesome. So he probably gets but back co- in. Just because of who he is, yeah. he's automatically in contention. It's Rance making the team last year when he wasn't the best defender in the AFL. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you... Blitzarves won't be in the All-Australian team. Well, no, just because he's been playing weird positioning. Geelong need to f- pick a Ruckman and settle on it. You're robbing your back line by not having him in there. Either. We needed him in that last minute. But I will say oh, this. Mate, in the last 10 minutes, Steph Martin murdered him. But but here's the Seven thing. Seven hit-outs to advantage in the last 10 minutes. In that last in, – in red t- in time on in the last quarter, Geelong kicked one point, Brisbane kicked three goals, one. That's big. Killed Absolutely killed him in that period. We'll say this, though. Yeah. I get why they stuck with what they did last week because it worked. It worked well. Yeah. Henderson didn't deserve to be dropped because he played brilliantly on um, Brown. Yeah, and then I think Stanley. That's our biggest issue, and they said it on the on the coverages. We just don't have a set ruckman. But it's been like that for like ten years at Geelong. Well, since we lost Ottens, we've never been able to fill that void. It's such a strange. One. I, I think I think they'll pick Stanley. I think Stanley is our number one ruckman. Send Blitzarves back, guys. Not having a ruckman is a really big trigger for me. So <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Disha. Um, yeah. Moving on, one, two, two more things. You yeah. want to say were there any players that I thought didn't have good games? I was like, oh, I can't think of anyone. Oh, I can think of one, yeah. uh, Tommy Hawkins. He won't play that bad again ever. True. Um, so funny, isn't it? Because before the game, we said Brisbane's the best team that he plays against. Yeah, as in, um, he kicked fifty, 50 goals 50 against goals him, in fifteen games against yeah. Brisbane. How many goals did he kick this weekend? None. Donuts. None. Marcus Adams. Adams gave him, him a bar. <laughs> ate him for breakfast. Um, <laughs> it was delicious to watch. I thought like Narkel started well, but faded yeah. a bit in the heat. But he's clean. I had one more comment from Chris Scott. Yeah. Um, it was a very <laughs> weird press conference in which he very like subtly brought up that we had a weak draw. So, okay, mate. Did he really? Yeah, he brought that up. He said, <sighs> he said, um, oh, no, we back ourselves because we played really good against, you know, top quality opposition. Brisbane haven't had, you know, as much of a chance at that because of their draw and just kind of moved on. And I was like, fuck off, mate. Also, Geelong finished eight. Do you know what that sounds like? Yeah, Do you know so what that sounds like? Big salty dickhead. Sounds like Brad. Guys. Tin foil hat. I'm going to be looking. I'm this weekend. I'm going to Geelong. I'm going to try to find Chris's body. One more thing he said, Tom, and I wonder if you agree. He said he was pretty salty because he said we controlled the majority of the game, and then they just got away at the end. I disagree. I, I thought think it was an extremely even game. Yeah, I think that period in the late in the second quarter, we had a burst and kick three. Yep, and then we had a burst and kick three at the end. Well, I, I think I think we dominated we, a lot of that third quarter because at one point the inside fifties were like twelve to two. But I think we dominated the start of the fourth quarter because I think it was thirteen to three. We kicked mm. two goals early, mm. and I think I think his frustration. I have the similar frustration in that I thought we probably needed one more goal in that bit where we controlled the game for the first quarter. Yeah, and looking at the result, that would have probably yeah. won us the game. How did you feel about the blood rule with twenty five seconds to go? Did you all just shit yourself when the play stopped? What happened? I what blood know. rule? Oh, there was a blood rule, right? Like, how did you not notice this, Dusha? We were barely conscious. We were like. Standing in the corners of the rooms and Screaming. freaking out, and so I was where, I was just like looking for the number we went four off. before the. That's a, it was a Geelong play, I'm pretty sure. But the blood rule was in. I know it was. The blood rule was in. The it was when the ball got stuck in Geelong's forward fifty. Yeah, yeah. It was just before the ball came back out because like when I was watching it, play it play only stuff for a little bit, but I was like, fucking hell, how how are they, 
like with the score so close with so little time left, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's why Taylor was over on the wing by himself. He'd probably come know. on for someone going off. Also, we should just comment quickly on the extremely cooked umpiring decision for deliberate out of bounds. Oh, the Ablett one? Ablett got it under pressure and bombed it away, and then it like bounced a few times and went out. And yeah, there was a Geelong player like within metres of it on yeah. the boundary. The umpire and went, nah, deliberate. And it's like, what? They didn't, what? Pay, they didn't pay that all. Can we also talk about the other cook nah, thing? they paid a lot of shit all year. Can we talk about the other cook decision. thing? The amount of out on the fools on one oh. side of the ground. So should Brisbane kick the ball out on the full 11 times? <laughs> Jesus. Geelong did it for 15. I think it's the second most in recorded history. And it was always on the same side of the ground. Yeah. It was just insane. Still, game of the year. Game of the year. Other big highlight of the game? Yeah. Luke Hodge, Gary Ablett tackling one another a lot. Oh. Love it. It's beautiful. He's Ablett's got the bit of that. He's back. That 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 second quarter where you would. Did he ever leave? Where we had. Year? Well, no, he's not elbowing people, so he's back. Yeah. Um, but no, that, that second quarter where we got on a bit of a burst, Kelly, Dangerfield, and Ablett just went berserk in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Myers, Myers, fuck, it's going to do my head in. If you're looking at consistency across the year, yep. in the position he's playing, in the team that he's playing in, he's got to finish reasonably high in the Rising Star Award, but he won't because he's he, not He won't flashy. really get a look in. No, which is shithouse. Like, he's had an awesome year. I think he's kicked at least – on average, one or two goals a game. He's been great. And he's he's he's, he's mean, getting picked every week. He'll probably be top five. You would hope so. Yeah. If they've got fucking brains. Yeah. They don't, though, so. They don't. Unfortunately not. Oh, well. How good's footy, Sean? Oh, it's just the best. How, so, Sean, I got a few questions to ask you because obviously Brisbane came back and won. Yeah. But because you were uh, 17 points down, there was how long was left? Probably like seven minutes. Seven, eight minutes. So when you kicked that one goal, yeah. you like we're on here. Dude, sure, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I honestly think I blacked out. Yeah, because it was a comeback. But like, if you're playing Geelong and you're three goals down with like eight minutes to go, yeah, there's still plenty of time. But like, Geelong were top of the, were top of the ladder. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it this way: I never you're had, the form team though, and it was yeah, your home ground. I never had a moment where I was like, nah. It's over. I don't yep. know if I said I don't think I would have said that, Tom. I don't know. Because we've been in that position. <laughs> Did I? When Sav kicked that goal, you went, Oh no, this is this is hard. <laughs> well, there you go. it's hard, but we've been there I think against Port Adelaide with the same thing. You can um, add another example of that now, this game. Yep. We've had Brisbane have been down by five goals in a f- several games this year and come back and all that. And at home crowd. I believed. When you've got... That's what I mean. As soon as Cameron yeah. kicked that goal and the crowd lifted, I was like, shit. When you've got Charlie Cameron, the guy can kick three goals in the space of two minutes. Like, it's such a chaotic forward line. Yeah. I felt you going forward, I was very comfortable with our back line. Well, we, and Marcus we, Adams was so on top of things that I was just like, I, I'm okay. But when we went forward, it looked really dangerous every time. That's why I was surprised, and I know he was really good. I'm surprised that Chris Scott didn't pull the trigger and just chuck danger forward in the, at the forward line just to just try something a bit different. I think he was doing pretty well in the midfield. Yeah, so he yeah, like, was playing pretty well. Do you rob that? Yeah. I mean, that's where like a Rowan is probably handy. Weirdly enough, um, someone like Jordan Clark would have been really handy to throw forward because yeah. he's quick and he's small and – Apparently it could hopefully be back for finals, which would be really good to see. But Speaking no. of injuries there, Christensen. Yeah, it's a big bummer because his form has been so good since he came back in. And he's probably going to miss finals now. Uh, depends. Our medical team's been really good this year. It looked year. innocuous as shit too. Like it kind of looked ping. a bit like a Zorko one where maybe it was just like, let's just get him off. But Chris Fagan did say that he's 
de- he'll definitely miss this week. Yeah. And it's at like I think Fagan said it's a two to four week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, because he was he on might, crushes you know, at the end of the game. Get through this week, have the week off. Maybe he's right for finals. I don't know. I mean, Sean, when, when's the grand final, mate? Five weeks? Six oh, weeks? Yeah. Hey, he's got fucking ages. To be honest, we're really lucky because we haven't had heaps of injuries, so we've got a lot of, like, Louis Taylor. <laughs> a lot of medical staff just no, ready like- <laughs> to treat, train this one, uh, treat this one man. Ben Keys and Louis Taylor play that similar position yep. and are getting like 30 touches, multiple goals every week in an admittedly weaker reserves comp. But, yeah. But they can both come in and play a role, I think. So we'll deal with it. Next game? Sure. All right. So uh, we had kind of a bit of a double double feature here of uh, football being murdered in South Australia. <sighs> and it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we had that email last week that was like, I hope that you speak fondly of Adelaide. And look, this week- If they had a one, we would have. And they would would have beaten Collingwood, so it would have felt the the same way. But wow. I did tip them. That was my positivity towards Adelaide. Yeah. I think I tipped them as well. Yeah. We probably all did, didn't we? I tipped Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. You tipped Collingwood. I tipped Collingwood. You're a disgrace. How could you do that? He tips with his head, not with his heart. I. But even with your head, I would have gone Adelaide. Well, I went Collingwood because- I uh, hate. I honestly, I think I'd probably tip with my heart. Yeah. My heart wasn't black and white. You my heart was went, full of hatred. So yeah. you hate Adelaide more than you hate Collingwood. I don't know. Bloody hell! It's a lot of hate. Yeah. It's look. I mean, it's the reason why I tipped North Melbourne to beat Port Adelaide. Fucking hate them. That paid off as well. This there this, was <laughs> there was two hateful tips. There. The fact that the fact that like people are talking about how Adelaide and Port were going to be fighting for eighth, mm. and now one's tenth and one's eleventh. Oh. Also, they're after, done. They're, they're both. No, cooked. no, no. They can both make it. If they the can't both make it, but one of them could still make it. If the, if the I, dogs lose, which they, if they lose Adelaide, probably go ahead. There's and a lot that unless can still it's happen. too close, in which case Bulldogs still stay ahead because they beat the Giants. Adelaide have to get a win and get a little bit of percentage, not so much, it, but a little bit. It's Port, like, and Porter got free when Adelaide got free over. And if they murder them, then they're just waiting in the wings. And then a uh, miracle could still happen if Hawthorne beat West Coast and the doggies lose. Hawthorne come in. Anything can happen, boys. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah next this round. This fucking we'll, season. We'll yeah. get we'll get to next round a little bit later, but it's fucked. That's mad. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, Collingwood just put Adelaide to bed. Um, tucked him in, gave him a kiss on the cheek and said, That'll do. That, Mike, that, that'll like, do. hey, you've had enough this season. Yeah. Don't worry about finals. I mean, text came out this this today and was like, No, you know, we uh, yeah, we're disappointed, but you know, I still believe. And I'm like, in what? Fairy tales? Because that's all that's happening. We didn't see much of that one. No, um, we didn't. We had a look at it and we're like, oh boy, there's a Bogarty murder. kicked three. Yeah, no. Jamie Elliott kicked five for the first time in like five years. Good on him. Just there was a pass. There was a, there was a chunk that when we had the TV on for so a little Elliot bit. Elliott kicked five goals. Yep. Do you know who else kicked five goals? Adelaide. Oh. Here's the thing that baffles me, right? Oh, sorry, Adelaide kicked six goals. Is it My Fogarty? Mistake. Yeah. Yep. So he's been playing in the the fog has been playing in the sand for all fucking year. Pike picks him now. He's kicked five goals. He's kicked eight goals in two weeks. Yep. And they're not scoring. Why wasn't he brought in fucking, I don't know, when the season was on the line in round 10 or 11? I don't know, because they got Jenkins and they're paying Jenkins heaps of money. Maybe, I don't Just know. To Put him in the sand for it. It may as, well, may as well be the same fucking thing. You're paying mm. him anyway. Yeah. No, I agree. Out, I agree. Get him out of the team. Should have played every game this year. Do you know what they should have done? Mm. Pikey should have invited, you know, he invites people over for a barbecue. Yeah. Invite him over, chuck a little ham steak on the barbie. Jenkins, dead. <laughs> Food poisoning. <laughs> done for the year. Oh, classic. Back. Just, just, just call Harry. Harry's got a, a nice cut for him. Call the milkman. <laughs> call the milkman. Ha- home and and his delivery. alter ego, the bitcho. The bitcho. 
<laughs> so, okay. I fucked up how to say ego and said alter eagle. And then I fucked up bitch, butcher, butcher by saying bitcho. Jesus. How good's footy? Oh. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the uh, Port Adelaide North game? Yeah, just here? quickly. Uh, so spoke to Reshaw over the weekend. He was like, he's like, you know how my head, it's full of so many ideas. Big ideas. You big, could say. big ideas. He's like, I've got a great idea. I reckon this week Ben Brown should kick 10 and we should kill Port Adelaide. And I said, Reese, great fucking idea. And he was like, consider it done. <laughs> and it happened. North Melbourne have two multiple goal scorers for this game that kicked 15 goals between them. Last week, scored 14 points. Kicked one goal. That's I'm fucked. So we we watched the Brisbane-Geelong game with my brother because yeah. he was going to the Port game. Oh. Uh, he got into our game too. Yeah, Dusha. He got behind Brisbane, which I respect. Another thing I respect <laughs> is that when he goes to Port Adelaide games, he sends us photos of Vossi. Oh, that's, that's good. That's great as Wait, well. Wait, hang on. So Jacob got behind Brisbane. Yeah. Well, no, he got behind but the comeback. Because then when Geelong started coming back, he started cheering that. He got behind, he got behind he, football. He got behind footy. Oh, yeah. okay. That's fine. I was going to be like... You wear a Port Adelaide jersey to a fuckwits game that won't even barrack for your team, but I take that back. No, nah, he was just he was just enjoying the ride. But he was very, very excited about the game that he was going to that night, the Port Adelaide game. <laughs> and I, I feel for him. He said he tough. said tonight there's gonna be two options. I'm gonna high five Chad Corns, yeah. or I'm jumping off the Westgate. And at <laughs> halftime, I got a message that just said, Westgate's looking pretty good. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't confirm he didn't. I did speak to him earlier today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got a photo of Ossie. He was sitting in front of the box. That's incredible. He should have jumped in the box because anything would have done better than what they were trying, which was privilege. fuck all. What a privilege. Is this a coach killer? No. It should be. It's, Hope, it's, it's a finals dream killer, and that's good. If they don't make the finals... Watch, got a year. watch this space. This space. Re David Kosh. Well, no, he's he'll go. Yeah, Kosh will lose his nut. Yeah, but because they re-signed him last year, he probably gets one more year. No, it was it wasn't last year, wasn't it? No, it was before Gold Coast got Stuart Jew. How long has Jew been up there for? Too. This is his second year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two years in on a four-year deal. But I'm not sure if Kenny did. Kenny get five? Yeah, I think he did. Or did he get three? I, I'm not sure what he's on. So this that's game the, that's the issue with Adelaide and Don Pike. They don't want to pay out two years. Got another two. Oh, that's why when he made the grand final, they signed him on for five, didn't they? Yeah. Uh so just to point out how fucked this loss was, Adelaide lost by sixty-six points. And <laughs> then after this game, Adelaide so Port Adelaide then well, played eighth. North Melbourne. Port Adelaide were eighth. They lost so bad. A win that- would have locked them in pretty much. They lost so bad, Tom, that Adelaide jumped them on the ladder into eighth spot after losing by 66 points. Yeah, so one lost by 66, one lost by 86. Imagine if that happened in the final round. <laughs> you get smashed by 11 goals and you move into the finals. <laughs> well, it, it was summed up perfectly by um, Neroli Meadows was like, I think you can just look at the competition one to five. Or one then, to six even. Well, one to six, but the six is giants and they were putrid. I think she means if the six was the doggies. Oh, yeah, six was the doggies, and then yeah. she's like, seven and eight would get annihilated. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's funny. I think the Giants are almost locked in for six. They, they can't fall. Which is going to be interesting because it looks like, well, are you thinking Essendon? Because I'm thinking it looks like the doggies are going to play the Giants again. If Essendon beat Collingwood. Then you play the Giants. And that's huge because we beat them last time. Well, that's the thing. Giants will be shitting themselves because 
We like we beat them last time we met, and they also just got fucking destroyed by Western Bulldogs. So the other team. That- <laughs> I think Collingwood are also secretly hoping because otherwise, it, depending on the result, Collingwood get you two weeks in a row, or Collingwood get the Bulldogs, and I reckon that'll make him nervous. And if Collingwood, get I do us, not want to have to play the Bulldogs in the finals. If Collingwood get up, oh, fun thing with the Bulldogs, they are sixth favorite for the flag now. Who? What behind what? Richmond behind, behind the top four, probably Richmond West Coast, and then us are probably maybe you I'm and then us third favorite. It, I'm pretty sure it was Richmond. Geelong might still be third favorite. West Richmond West Coast Geelong Brisbane Collingwood Western Bulldogs. <laughs> Massive. It's bloody huge. But there's a, there's a big jump from Collingwood to Western Bulldogs. But yeah, if you beat if Essendon beat Collingwood, we will play and, GWS, and we beat Richmond, we'll probably play Richmond again at the Gabba. Yeah. Fucking hell. There's going to be. <laughs> and if you beat Carlton, that means you'll get West Coast at the G. <sighs> sorry, Tom. Well, no, they've already confirmed that John out playing a home final. Yeah, no. home I meant sorry because they play that ground quite well. Except they didn't on the weekend. Oh, no, well, they, they, you know, they absolutely did play it well on the they weekend. played well. It was a ripping game. Yeah, it's true. They didn't win, though. It they were was, killing them in the first quarter. And it was. The rain was. Fucking bad. Richmond had the tenacity to fight back. Because they're Richmond. have that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, the finals is going to be fucked. Finals are going to be fucked. Oh Coll- like, if you were Collingwood, you- okay, so you beat Essendon next week, and then you have to play them again. Essendon coming against you after losing. That feels like you're on the back foot, even though you just won. Because, like... It's like um, also that North Freo game from a few years ago where they played them in the final round and they played them again first week of the finals and Freo came, like North torched Freo and then Freo came out and belted North. Brisbane winning on the weekend means it, they're very likely to finish top two. Even if they lost to Richmond, yeah. probably still get a home final just because of percentage. We would have to lose by roughly 40 to 50 points yep. and the Eagles would have to win by 40 to 50 yep. points for us to switch. Yeah. So I think if we win... So, I'm going to the Gabatoire. <laughs> Jeez. Get him up there, mate. It's happening, mate. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Next. There's, no way, there's no way we can play off in the qualifier, I don't think. We'd have to lose substantially to. You'll meet in the prelim, probably. Uh, no, I think I don't think you can drop below second. Third. Second. A third. Third, yeah. We'd have to lose to Carlton. Oh. You'd have to lose to Richmond. No, wait. You're on equal points with Richmond? Yep. Yeah. You'd have to lose to Richmond. You could finish fourth. Nah, percentage is too good. You're playing Actually, Carlton, though, aren't you? Because we'd yep. have to win. You're playing yeah. Carlton at GMHBA. You're not dropping below second. Also, <laughs> go on to that game. Me too. Yeah, I'll hey. see you. Yeah. You catching the train down? No, I'll drive down. Do you want a lift? Ooh, I'm going with two others. I can put them in my car. Oh, you got a Micra. Yeah, they can fit. How That's all right. Sean, 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 this is your chance. Shock on the front seat. Ooh, where do you park down there? We can have this conversation off air, I, I think. Well, oh, no. Yeah, I drive to my house and then I drive in with my parents. Oh, thick. Well, these fucking dogged me right there. Straight away. <laughs> oh, no, I could change it up. I could drive to the ground. Uh, it's a weird start time, isn't it? We'll have a chat it? off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like four o'clock. We'll have a four chat. Four o'clock? It's 4.40 or three something. <laughs> Someone told me 12 and I'm like, that's a weird time for a game. That's not true. It's not even a... That's, that's, not, that's not absolutely not true. <sighs> is the train station right next to the ground? It is, but do you really want to be on the train? How packed does that V-line get? Fucked. Interesting. How? We'll talk the only, yeah, we'll talk later because then you – because I'm 
Yeah, no, nah, it's problematic. You know why, Sean? Richmond Brisbane game. We're staying next week? in Geelong that night. <laughs> oh, well, that's just fucking. You're fucking. Don't ever offer it. Well, no, 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 no. I've got. A, we'll talk about this off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got uh, a plan. Tusha, inc- yes, yes, I am. Maybe I'm I've having got... a huge footy weekend. Might come to that. You want to come? Yeah. I don't I've... know how to seating. Tom, you work at the venue. Yep. If my brother and I go into that game with our memberships. Yep. How does Dusha sit with us? Is it just general we're, admission? We're, are you guys in a general admission area? Yeah, probably. I don't know how it works. Yeah. My brother just assumes that we're going to go sit with Brisbane members down the front there, don't we? Um, I don't know how that works for general admission for you. Yeah, actually, me neither. Because I don't know how club the club memberships work. I don't it's know club, it's, we it's, don't it's, know. It's weird club to club. It's weird ground to ground. Yeah. Tweet us if you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you should come. I should. Throw I a scarf it. on. I will. Get behind I them. don't have a Brisbane scarf. I will if I go to that game. They'll be selling them. No, they won't. There's hardly any merchandise left. That's because they don't stock it because no, it's no, the AFL. No, 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 no. Nah, don't talk shit to me, Tom. I know. Sean. I know, Tom. I've I was, lived. I was I've talking lived to the, the lady in the shop. I said, why don't you get more Brisbane stuff? And she's like, we've tried. They don't have any. Oh, up at the Gabba? Yeah, they're running out of the oh. Gabba. You know why? Because everyone's back on. Mate, business is booming. <laughs> business is booming. <laughs> that thing's sold out. That's packing. It's packing heat. Yeah. Do you reckon Vossi occasionally just opens a map of Australia and just looks longingly at Queensland? Fuck yeah, he does. Just just one gloved hand just caresses In all seriousness the city of with um, a hero and legend Michael Voss, I think he should leave Port Adelaide for his own development. He should go up and be Stuart Drew's right-hand man. Go back to Queensland. Be the man. Be the big man up there. Help out Stewie Drew. Lift Gold Coast. Do you know what? You know how this weekend, how uh, we'll get to this game, but Body was uh, in the box watching the uh, Hawthorne game. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if you get a bit of a Vossy in the box at grand final day. <laughs> when you say Buddy was in the box, what box? He Just was the in corporate the corporate box? No, he was in the Hawthorne box. With Clarkson? <laughs> yes. Are you fucking kidding me? No, they got all of his mates, like Josh Gibson came back, heaps of them. And they were in the box? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it was the coach sure box. not. But he's an opposition player. You don't sit in the fucking Hawthorne coat. That can't be true. Unless he was sitting in front of the box. They would have sat in a corporate box or something. No, but he had he had, he had Hawthorne way. players with him. Yeah. Like Birchall and stuff. Like guys who were still on the Hawks list. In that same shot, did you see Clarkson? Did you see any coach? I don't There's remember. No, I don't I'm remember sorry. either. It would blow my mind. That can't be true. We yeah, can it's check good, It's good for footy. Someone... Did anyone see this and can confirm? I guarantee you he was not in the Hey, Sean, box. what's a better story, though? I mean, I, give, I grant you, the story <laughs> is incredible, but fucking hell. Uh, Sleeper agent Lance Franklin. Well, is it? do they not care because, I mean, like. I guarantee it wouldn't happen. Well, I mean, Clarker would absolutely care. Just fucking silent happen. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> there was no coaching happening in the box. <laughs> yeah, it was just, ah, oh, players will sort it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ruffy was the coach for the day. <laughs> Um, Saturday night. Anything else happened on Saturday night besides the South Australian football dying a slow death? Yeah, uh, yeah. So one team that has been absolutely embarrassed for the last two weeks. They had to stand up. They had to win a game. If they were going to stand up for something, they had to stand up. If they're going to stand for anything, they had to stand up and win this game. Guess what they did? Did they win, Dusha? The Essendon Football Club is playing finals. Sean, we all believed. We never doubted and we all tipped them. Yep. There was never a point where Sean and I discussed on Saturday before the Freo Essendon game that we were going to change our tip to Fremantle. That oh, never happened. Ever. Never happened. Um, Every time we do this episode, no one of us—sorry, one of us—definitely didn't get distracted by starting a scary movie and forgot to change their tip to Fremantle, but it benefited them. And you'll never know which one. <laughs> yep. Bloody hell! How was Thirty Days of Night? Well, Garbage. Before that, yeah, it wasn't great, and I, that was my call, and I'm, I apologize. 
Uh, we also watched Us. Mm. Have you seen it? Yes. It's fucking terrifying. Deeply Good. unpleasant. Yeah, it sure is. Just uh, for what it's worth, Tom and I have a, another <laughs> podcast called Scaredy Boys, and you can find it on Sandspans Plus. Yeah, it's uh, ten dollars a month to get that show. There's also lots of other shows that feature me. Anyway, Essendon. All right, it's not all about you. Oh, it is now. Yeah, it actually. is now because <laughs> Essendon are playing finals. They we looked shaky last week, admittedly, when we kicked four goals against twenty-one. What happened to Kyle Hooker? Uh, he pulled out late, late withdrawal groin. Jeez, how did you win? <laughs> how? Hurley's- the emotion. They were riding the emotion of Sandy and Ballantyne. You stole that emotion. <laughs> Sucked it up. It's all right. They got the emotion back with one of the great footy moments of the year at True. the end of the game. Yeah. Um, Which we'll get to. Yeah. So Essendon, well, I mean, Hurley was back, so that probably helped. And Heppel? I didn't even know Hurley was back. Yeah, Hurley was back. Heppel's back. Oh, Parrish came back, I'm pretty Parrish sure. Parrish was back, and so was... Saad? Saad. Yep. There Crucial. There you go. That's how they won. Oh, huge run to the that. A, the A-team, Saad and McKenna were back. It was- With those fresh cuts. Any more? Anyone else get a fresh cut? No. So there's just the three three blonde three blonde boys. One of them sadly out for the rest of the season. But Bell, uh, Bell Chambers will be back soon. Can't wait for him to come back with not a shaved head, but peroxide head. <laughs> just He's the- been gone so long. Is his hair like down his back? <laughs> He comes back with like just beautiful golden like Samson hair. Samson, yeah, far out. I'm, he comes back with the Fraser Garrick, <laughs> but it's blonde, so he's still got the aerodynamism. What's the word? Aerodynamicness. Yep. Oh, and man. then just a little, little fresh cut at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. The Gary Ablett Garrick. <laughs> Fraser Garrick just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the G train. Oh. Fuck, he was wild. Um. So. Before we get to the good stuff, there was a bit of a bad stuff. Uh, in the first minute or two of the game, uh, David Zaharakis' forehead exploded. There was a blood gushing out. <sighs> Don't know what happened. I watched it and I was like, what What happened? Uh, you also killed an umpire. Did he come back on? <laughs> he came back on to then do his ankle. Oh, fuck it up. <laughs> so it was- Hellhole Stadium. <laughs> it got him twice. He took a bullet. He's like, I'm coming back. But Hellhole's had a taste of your blood. It's okay. I need to lift the boys. I've got someone's got a it's tasted my blood. He's I like, can't have it taken anyone down, else. Yeah. He um yeah, it was it's so it was so I guess he just had a bandage wrapped around his head and then just see him go down and holding his ankle. I was like, you've copped it real bad today. Just, buddy. just a full Mr. Bump cosplay. <laughs> so there was umpire death as well. Yeah, umpire got you, knocked did, out. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> the umpire is okay. The umpire's okay. But did not come back to umpire. <laughs> no. All the players got to him though. That yeah, was good. It was good. And <laughs> an Essendon trainer and a Freo trainer walked him off. Oh, how good's footy? How good's? It's what I mean. This whole round oh, was harmonious. the epitome of how good's footy. South Australian football died. Everything else lived. Mitch Brown kicked two. Stringer kicked two. Langford kicked two in a row in the last quarter when Freo were clawing their way back. Uh, Merritt kicked two. Shield kicked one. Fantasia kicked one. Ah, ah, Dusha. Big win on the road. Big win on the road. Context it, as well. Has it um, reignited hopes of finals? I mean, obviously you're in the finals, but of the damage you can do when the train gets rolling. <laughs> Boys. Tom just got a message. <laughs> We've got breaking news. We can actually break some news. Guess what's happening? What? The studs up rule, gone. Whoa. Gone. The Toby Green rule, 
Bye. So it should be. Because oh. they, they looked at it and realised that Toby Green hasn't tried to kick someone in the neck. And instead of changing the rules, they probably just should have suspended him. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably sensible. Also, because the studs up rule gave Having away a-, a bad free kick in the Richmond West Coast game. And any time they've given the studs up rule away, it's never been the same thing that Green did, which yeah. was plant his foot in Dalhouse's neck and kick. It was actually two free kicks against Jack Rewalt. That's right. Yeah. We had a lot of individual goal scorers, actually. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine Essendon players kicked a goal. Well done. Yeah. It was a big win. Uh, do you know what else made this game amazing, though, Dusha? What? And look, it's not about your boys. Oh, no. Hey, no. I know what you're about to say, and I agree. Is it, though? Because what, what, that, there's that, too. But what I also loved was the old Freo Dockers jumper. Oh, Get it back. It's nearly my favorite jumper in the AFL. Did you see the lights they did as well? They had the whole thing decked out with the green, red, and purple light. Get that. Fuck their new modern jumper off. Do you want Freo to be good again? Play like they played when Paul Hazelby was playing for them. Hey, Tom, <laughs> how did it go for them, though? I mean, they look good. Like, they looked good. Yeah, yeah. Had the team play, though. Did they lift because of the old jumpers and all these lights that you're saying? Yeah, no, but back? the problem is they got their old jumpers, but they still have the same coach. Yeah. Old jumpers, new coach, solve all their problems. It's a great jumper. Yeah. It's a very good jumper. <laughs> Walters got off the chain as well, and we still won. He had 36 touches and kicked two goals. Jesus. He's a freak. He He's probably in the Australian, surely. I think so. Even uh, Cameron in the forward pockets. He's spending a lot of time in the middle, too. Put him on the other wing. But I think you still play him in the... I mean, he's kicked 30-plus goals, yeah. so put him in the forward line. Half forward flank him. I am nervous about finals, but I'm far less nervous now that I just know I'm going to be there. Like, we're in. in. And GWS don't seem that scary, although there is definitely moments of play against the Western Bulldogs in the first half where I was like, oh, yeah, they can be really good when they're they... going to get some, some people back to Jeremy Cameron. It's all right. We'll get some people back too. Kale Hooker. <laughs> yeah, that, nah. is, that is huge. That is massive. Because Tom the- Bell Chambers, first time all year you've had a Ruckman. <laughs> you can drop Zach Clark. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I mean, wait, it'll be my Christmas when Zach Clark gets to drop the Blake. Oh, Thanks, Musha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the other moment from this game, which this actually might have helped Freo 1 had they've done this earlier in the match. Uh, so... Sanderlands and Ballantyne both announced their retirements from yep. football. Um, and often the only two memorable Fremantle players minus Michael Walters. And five. Uh, five, yeah. I Come apologize. On. I've got about five. He's pretty good. Yeah, anyway. No, five, five is very good. They decided, you know, they're answering retirement. And knowing what happens is in your retirement game, you get cheered off. Yep. Um, no one was fucking cheering Aaron Sanderlands. He's the size of a building. Like, the man is enormous. <laughs> he's 211 centimetres. He, is that he's, right? Or yeah. is he more? No, he's that. That's his height. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think... There's a Cox is taller than him by like a centimeter. Really? Yeah. Far out. Big Cox. No, no, Sandy was the biggest. I think Cox has got him. I surely I think you're wrong, Thomas. I probably am. It's involving you. Numbers. Often are. It's I, a fact. I, I don't even want to have to look it up because I just assume that I'm. Yeah, look, correct. fair. Yeah. I thought Daniel Rich had a bad game, but he didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but this is the best part. So rather than try to cheer anyone off, Sandy walked off. And Ballantyne just jumped on his back and sat on his shoulder <laughs> like a little kid and they cheered themselves off. And I couldn't help but wonder, if they had done that during the game, could the result have gone their way? Imagine how how hard, like, you could have just started kicking, like lobbing the ball into the 50. Yeah. No Essendon player could have taken that mark. No. Too high. And They're the right man for the job. Who though. teams up uh, the, Who teams up in Essendon? I don't think you have the right structure to allow a, 
a two-man team. I'd like to see that in a game. I often think, you know, when a team are having like a shot after the siren, why don't more teams do that in the goal square to try and touch it? That's a good point. You never see that. They can't do it on the goal line. I mean, they can't do it on the mark. Only one person can stand the mark. Yeah, but, but technically, do it, on, do it in the goal square. You Why? get your ruckman down there and yeah. you get your boys climbing on the shoulders. Just a bit of length. Could you imagine like Collingwood? A bit of height. Could you imagine? Mason Cox. That West Coast game, Cox in the goal square, Stevenson and Thomas on top of Cox. Oh, fucking three. And then decker. Jeremy Howe just does <laughs> a runner. Keen. I just thought no, two no, no. people. Hold up. Jeremy Howe does a runner from the other pocket as Sheed comes in, takes a hanger on the top <laughs> of the tower of Collingwood, marks the ball, Collingwood win the grand final. Who's on, who's on top of that triple decker? Uh, Josh Thomas. Jeez, if he falls, the concussion will be mighty. <laughs> yeah, but he's won a premiership. No risk, no reward as well. <laughs> Can't wait to see a team try that. <laughs> I think we've just revolutionised the game. This is like the uh, Manning uproar. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is huge. This is big. All right. Sunday. The other massive, massive, massive game of this weekend that was very intense when third played fourth. Isn't it amazing when the top four teams play off against one another, the games are really high quality. (sighs) Well, you think that, but last year in the finals when that happened, they were all dog shit. Yeah, it doesn't always happen. It's a treat when it does. And I tell you what, round 22 of 2019, it was a treat. (laughs) Uh, Richmond played West Coast at the MCG. Both teams play exceptionally well there. Uh, West Coast came off to a huge start. And the rain came down. Started to rain, and that ward, that rain dance that Hardwick had done in the car park at quarter time did the trick. Chaos, rain. Oh, they, it, it's a little bit scary to watch Richmond playing well because it's like, fuck, they're Richmond. And I mean, it helps that, you know, they haven't had to leave the MCG for seven fucking weeks. How does a team that finished first get seven home games in a row? They play in Melbourne. It's so dumb. They travel four times a year. How they, Richmond, how, Collingwood. Same. How are they not travelling to fucking Brisbane or to Perth? Don't know, mate. It's they garbage. might be soon. Yeah, AFL, they want money. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Be good. That's what we. That's what everyone wants. Everyone, like, I want. I don't want Richmond to finish fourth and play Geelong at home. That's bullshit. Get them to play. Fucking... They'll finish fourth and they'll play Brisbane. Wait, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know because you'll be game ahead. Yeah, yeah. Hey. we are a game ahead. That's what I mean. But yes, in because we'll beat we'll Carlton. Be two games and... ahead of Richmond. Yeah, because we beat them on the weekend. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and then they've got to come to the Gabatoire because you're beating Collingwood. Mate, when you come up there, you don't come home. I mean, <laughs> don't come back the same, I tell you. It's true. <laughs> Something changes. So as we mentioned just before, the Jack Rewalt almost lost the game. or well, not really almost lost the game for uh, Richmond, but there was, stu- there was a studs up rule very late in the game. <sighs> Turned it over. Did you see the brass turnover? Oh, which one? The, the very bad one. Which one? Well, did you see this? Uh, maybe. Was it the one where he handballed it to Tom Lynch? Handballed it to Tom Lynch and then went, fuck, and then tackled him, but climbed on him like a monkey, just like <laughs> all over him, and then gave a free kick and Lynch kicked a goal. Did you see yeah. the second one? No, it was the second one. Where he I, I turned it over the game. and Richmond intercept marked it and kicked a goal. And it happened late in the last quarter. Cracked under pressure. He had a bit of a shocker, but... It was a great game. Yeah, it was good. They Kennedy lifted when he needed to. Cripps that, kicked a couple oh, of awesome goals. Fuck if it rains in September. Oh, I just want to dry him up. Do you know who's an amazing? They just knock it on. Who's an amazing wet weather player for a guy that big? Tom Lynch. Oh, he's great. It started to rain and he was like, "Oh, here we go." Then so was Jack Rewalt, who yeah. kicked like kicked he's a maniac. Goal. Yeah. Um, Dusty also turned it on. Yeah. Do you know the one thing that shits me about Dusty though? Basha like, Hooley. 
Oh, fuck, that guy loves rain. <laughs> he loves um, it. The one thing, though, that shits me about Martin is they showed like a package at halftime of how good he's going. Every fend-off is high. Every fend-off is in the chin. It's like that's a free kick against us. That's a free kick against us. That's a, but I invoke the thing that Dowie talked about that time is where, you know, you don't watch LeBron James so the umpires call him travelling. You don't watch Dustin Martin to call him for a high fend-off, I guess. Oh, fuck that. Fuck off, Dowie. Pay the free. All right, then pay the free. Do they not? Do they ever pay that? Sometimes, not not against him a lot. I'll be fucking livid next weekend if I see that. Shit. They'll do it if it's an obvious one, like if he gets them higher than he's expecting, like as in like a palm in the face, basically. But well, he's doing it. He got a guy in the throat, and he got another guy in the chin. So you shouldn't be able to do that. No, I know it's a that's eye contact. I'm I'm aware of the rules. Are you, Dusha? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. He played a very good game though. Yeah, he's a good player. He's back to his best, he's which is which is terrifying. It's a shame Nick Robertson's not in our team because he normally. Uh, Punches on with him. It's going to have to be Robbo, the other one. Senior. <laughs> the Ram. All Australian wingman. Just put Hodge on him in the goal square. Oh, God, that's dangerous. Elbow him in the head. <laughs> Do the old Someone's- bump into him into the goal yeah, I feel like Wrap that- his brain around the point post. I feel like that if any team is going to accidentally get two under Dusty's skin and result in the maniac that we all know that is within Dusty Martin to come out, it is Brisbane. Oh, Mitch yeah. Duran Robinson might die that day. Or And Zorko loves picking fights. He does. <laughs> He's such a little fuck. Like, uh, part of me hopes we get Richmond on grand final day because Luke Hodge might just be like, this is my last game, and he might just activate Alistair Lynch powers. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Lynch activate. <laughs> just lords his fist. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty's like, did you just, what was that noise? Nothing. <laughs> certainly wasn't me cocking my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes full fucking old mate and Mission Impossible. Oh, great. Um, Jack Rewald's goal that won the game was also... Oh, It was so stressful as well because <laughs> West Coast had possession right in the goal square and if it wasn't these conditions, they would have just conceded a behind because they were a little under pressure. The scores were level. Scores were level, so they didn't, but then they couldn't clear it out of the 50 and Rewald kicked a very good goal. Was not the goal of the day. The goal of the day for me was the Tom Lynch falling over goal. Yeah. Where Rewalt did the handball to his feet and he was kind of like, hey, ta-da. Yeah. Oh, good game. Cripps' goals, monstrous. Liam Ryan took a fucking hanger. Oh, what think, a game. I think Lynch should be in the All-Australian team. Back half of the year's just been fucking great. Yeah, but he had a couple of slow games. Here's the thing. I, am I being harsh on Ben Brown? I don't think Ben Brown should be the in the team. He's going to win the Coleman. Well, that's the thing. Like when it comes to all Australian, they're gonna look at prestige like that. Like, isn't like he won, he kicked the most goals. So yeah, he'll he'll have to be in the team. But I would have had, I would Jeremy have had- Cameron, Tom Hawkins, Tom Lynch ahead of him. Yeah, I, I think I think I think. It's, I mean, I guess it's it's marginal. And also, it's kind of hard because it's not like that he kicked ten goals against Gold Coast. He just kicked ten goals against a team that was playing for finals, and he's playing pretty. Has been playing pretty well up to that point. Who is that Port Backman? I can't think of his name. Tom Cleary. Did you hear Kane Corns on radio the morning of the game? No. He said that Cleary should be uh, All-Australian. <laughs> uh, I don't ben think Cleary played on Ben 10. Brown on it. Oh, did he? I think Jonas played. Cleary's the guy who kept um, – he's, he kept everyone he's played on, he's kept to yeah. like under a goal. Do Port have a bit of a leaky back line? Because Hip would kick six against them earlier in the year. Yeah, but then they have games where they shut teams. Like, Hawkins kicked one. Yeah, can't trust them. They're untrustworthy, Sean. Yeah, good. Anyway, do you want to go to the next game? Next game. Another bit of a 
Well, how good's footy? Because Western Bulldogs have come from the fucking heavens and are now almost a favourite to make the top eight. Two words. The Bont. <laughs> Has, I want some fan art of the Bont on the cover of Rambo. Oh! Jesus! Oh. Oh. Sean, fire up Photoshop. No, nah, mate, I don't want the fan art. No, nah, good, true. <laughs> Someone will do a better job than me. Fucking That's me. unreal. <sighs> the headband. Oh, he, he was unstoppable. They, the Bulldogs are unstoppable. They kicked 14 or 15 unanswered goals. Let me tell you something about the Bont. He's got the Brownlow stitched up. You reckon? Yeah. Especially. I mean, he probably got one vote in this game, but he's just so fucking good. He's got the Brownlow. Lockie Neal? Nah. Cripps? Maybe. Fife? Oh, I don't know. Danger? No way. Nah, Kelly and him will split half the year. Who cares about them? The Bont, Tom. (laughs) No one at Geelong's wearing a fucking headband. Yeah, they are. Colin Jasney, Cam Guthrie, no, Reece Stanley, Broadway, mate. Brian Myers. They're not the big show. Brian Myers is a big show. Brian Myers has the dumbest name in AFL. Yeah, it's oh. great. Hang on. Get fucked. Pretty good name. It's a good name. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Dumb in a respectful way. I don't think it's dumb as in like, dumb in the same way that the show is dumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. We've got some good names, actually. Brian Myers, Quentin Narkle. What a forward line. Sava Radigale. <laughs> Get Buzzer back in. Oh. Now get Cockatoo in. There you go. What a forward line. What a forward line. Forward line of crazy names. Uh, speaking of forward lines, 12 goals were kicked in the first quarter of this game. Five to GWS, seven to Western Bulldogs. And you're like, oh, yeah, Western Bulldogs off to a good start. At halftime, it was nine goals, six to, six to GWS, two, nine goals, three to Western Bulldogs. Then at the end of the game, uh, Western Bulldogs had kicked 19 goals, 12. So they'd kicked another 10 goals. That's right. Uh, in that point, GWS had kicked five behinds. That's it. It's some stats like 150 years or something before since a team has done had a scoreless half back to back weeks. Yep, it's crazy, isn't it? Hey Giants! Whoops, <laughs> it's pretty not the uh, ideal. No, lead up to finals. They play Gold Coast next week. I'm gonna tip Gold Coast. <laughs> You're a maniac. I've got nothing to lose. I'm gonna do it. Um, the Bulldogs. It'll be the tip that either wins me the how good footy tipping in this room. Oh. I've, I've fucking flown up the tipping just quietly. We'll probably get to that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, fucking hell. Western Bulldogs, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the finals. It's the midfield. It's Well, I mean, look, so you've got, like, Bont, who is elite. Mm. They didn't you've even got, have a Ruckman in. No. He was like the draw. <laughs> uh, All Mumford was too for yeah. the Giants. McRae is an exceptional footballer. Oh, I, can't and then, wait, I can't wait for him to be at Brisbane next year. It's going to be awesome. But then you've got like Josh Dunkley, who's gone from being a pretty good half forward to being an absolute weapon on the ball. Oh, mate, every time he touches the ball, he's oh. just whispering to himself, cop that, Sydney. <laughs> Fuck you, Longmire. Yep. Fuck you, <laughs> horse. I'm with the Bont now. <laughs> Love the Bont. <laughs> oh, and, you know, and then there's fucking Astronaut, who, Sean, that story. Oh, yeah. Is... Did you know this, Dusha? Well, Sean's family. So in the commentary, they were talking about how Aaron Norton was on, like, Peel Thunder. So yep. the, the Waffle affiliate for Freo. I think he was playing in their seniors as an underage player because yep. he was that fucking good. Uh, had a pretty good year. Yeah. But then the call came down from Freo that Zach Dawson had to play in the grand final. <laughs> and so someone had to come out. Norton missed the premiership. They went on to win. Yeah. A lot of bitterness. Then didn't go Freo's way. Ended up at the Doggies. And um, yeah, so I imagine. No, I mean, there was no guarantee that he was going to get drafted by Freo. No, they, they were, were keen they on were him. keen on him, and they he were, was keen. There's no guarantee they could grab him. And he was happy to go to them too. 
Uh, not after that. I no, 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 not, yeah, no. But before yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he would have been like a prime target for like, oh, go to them for two years and then we'll get you back. But now he's like, nah, get fucked. But but Ian, like, look at Freo too. What are they crying out for? A key position player anywhere oh. on the ground? They could have had one. Bloody Plays okay. anywhere. He's a freak. Instead, they were like, you know who we rate more than Aaron Norton? Zach fucking Dawson. Mm. Oh, Ross. Shaky, Ross, Ross, Shaky Ross. kicked a couple goals, I think. Yeah, he's, I starting think he to look, he's starting to look like a, a He's footballer. looking pretty good. Yep, he good on three. him. Yep. This is big, like, and it was close to the first half, and I was like, "Oh no, GWS going to turn it on here." But no, they turned it off. Yeah, they just stopped playing. They ran into the bond. <laughs> Twelve the goals ran- in a row. The doggies love kicking back to back to back to back to back goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just like, "Hey, how many can we kick?" Oh, let's just go. <laughs> Got five words for you: the run of the dogs. <laughs> it's. I'm, I'm, I don't want to play them in the final, Sean. I don't think either of us do because they're. I'll play anyone. Unknown quantity. <laughs> Brisbane will. No, Tom, that's how you lose. You got to be prepared. You play anybody. All right. Back yourself, mate. I do. You, you told played me off. well on the weekend. We did. You didn't played. get the foot three, four points. You got zero, but that's all right. We yeah. played well, mate. You walked away with respect. We did. Good. Good. Speaking of walking away from with respect, oh. last game. Oh, what a segue. Oh. So, <clears throat> man, Hawthorne played Gold Coast, which would be a dog shit way to end the round. But Jared Roughhead's last ever game. Last home game. Last home game. Because he could still we, stay in the side for the West Coast game. Probably won't. He kicked six. They did feed him. <laughs> they were good, though. But if ever a man deserved a meal. But also, <laughs> he was leading to them. Oh, yeah. He, he, took some, he worked hard. He took some contested yep. marks, some big ones. He loved every goal. He was, he was playing on a second gamer. Yeah, he went. Gave him a bath. Nom, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. He... I think this could be Ruffy's last game too because I think he went, this is my last game. Well, I Clark- need to spend every petrol ticket I've got. Clarko was like, oh, it'd be hard to drop him, but at the same time, it's nice for him to go out that way. Yeah. yeah. He said it's a bit like shooting Bambi, isn't it, was the exact quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was just, like 30,000 people at this game or yeah. something crazy. Good good to see yeah, Hawthorne 38. supporters turn out. The would, you, com- would you have wanted a bit more? Yeah, but also, like, if it had been the MCG, they might have got more. How many members have they got, though? I don't know, 80, 10? 90? Oh, they got a lot of members. They just don't turn up for games. Um, but, I mean, it was 38. It would have been probably 10. Well, yeah, the, comment- the commentators are like, they're like, oh, there's 38,000. It's good to see people come out here. There's probably about fifteen to 20,000 people here just to see Roughhead. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Like, and the crowd sounded loud. Including Buddy Franklin and all his mates yep. Yep. in Who the coach's box. May have been in the coach's box. 100% <laughs> was confirmed. Factually incorrect. I called um, Clarko and I said, was he in the coach's box with you? And Clarko went, shh, don't tell him. He said, um, fuck off, Tom. How'd you get my number? <laughs> gave you a two-hour chat From of Bevo. respect. Yeah, I said, oh, Bevo gave it to me as I understand. Um, so we've only spoken about Jared Ruffhead, which is funny because that's also what the commentators did. The game, yeah. if you were just listening to the commentary and didn't know who Jared Ruffhead played for, I don't think you would have known which teams were playing. Tom, can I ask you, was there a point in this game when excellent commentator Anthony Hudson just forgot that he was commentating a game. Uh, yes, and you know what? It made me love him even more. Yeah, so. It's where so Roughhead kicked goal number six, which was a fucking ripper too. Yeah, just on a burst, snapped it around his body. Hutto was like, and Roughhead, pause, pause. 
Yes! <laughs> they just cheered. They just cheered. Uh, not long ago. So Ruffy was involved in like everything in the last yeah. five minutes because they were just trying to feed him and everyone was targeting him. It was great. The crowd, was, it was so loud every time he got near it and he tackled someone and Huddo's commentating and Brad Johnson's doing special comments. And when Ruff had tackled a guy, they both, they're not even commentating. They just went, ball! <laughs> they just wanted it. Oh. And Brad's like, give him a free! Oh! That was so good. It was so good. <laughs> He was, it was amazing when he was leaving the field. Yeah. They cheered him off and then he clapped to the crowd and then he's gone. He's called the boys over. Did you guys see this bit? He goes, come on, you fuckers. <laughs> and Brad Johnson in the box went, Ooh. <laughs> oh, I love him. Is there a better bloke in footy than Jared Ruffhead? Nah, like he's the best. Consider this. This stat came up during the week as I tore his farewell yep. game. So he was diagnosed with skin, like with cancer, skin yep. cancer yep. in 2016. Uh-huh. Didn't play a lot. In 2017, he played the most game time out of any other Hawthorne player on the list. He was Came back and was captain. Well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, came back captain. So he'd had a year off with cancer. Comes back captain, plays the most game time, and probably one of his mate like was not just playing at full forward, was pushing up onto the wing at times, going down yeah. back. What a fucking goddamn champion! And was told last year, look, do you want to go elsewhere? Because we're probably not going to play you as much this year. And said, no. no. I'll stay. One club champion. He's played in the VFL for like eight or nine weeks. Could have probably got like a three-year deal last year. Yep. From I think Carlton were fishing. Gold Coast would have taken him. Yeah, definitely. Anyone would have. Yeah. And do you know what he said? He said, I'm a country boy, not a TC. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, nah, big fan. And, uh, you know, just talking about other players, there was two passages of play that were fucking awesome where – so Chad Wingard's been there for the year. Yeah. He burst out of the middle and he's running like straight, like – no one's anywhere near him. He's about to unload and he starts looking for someone to kick it to. And Roughhead's led like out over here. Wingo had to physically change direction. It was just like, <laughs> no, 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 this is what I'm going to do. Bang, popped it to him, gave him a goal. Roughhead nearly lifted him into the roof oh. uh, when they were celebrating. It's good first, to see. First one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Wingard finally delivering on the promise, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, Injury free, had about 10 Warple's tackles. massive too. Oh, Warple's unreal. Found player there for sure. Um, Pick 18 or something or yeah, 20. Right next year. He's got Scully back. Roughhead was having a good time, but in the last quarter he was still like, no, 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 playing football. But then he took – it was the mark that resulted in his behind, but he took like a pretty strong contested mark. And he was like – he sh- shook the ball to like like another Hawthorne player yeah. and then gave him a wink. Yeah, it was great. When, oh, it was huge. How what, good's footy? What a round of football. How good's footy? Do you want to look at next round? Next round, which could have a lot of games that decide finals. Like, a lot of games. So, <laughs> Friday night, MCG, Collingwood take on Essendon. Massive. I'm tipping Essendon, obviously. I am too. Me too. I honestly think that Collingwood would prefer... Uh, it's a tough one, because I don't think Collingwood can make top four now. They can. They yeah, can. they can. If yep. Richmond lose, yeah. If Brisbane beat Richmond, Collingwood just need to beat you. They're in. Because their percentage is so much better than yep. Richmond's. Bloody massive, mate. Fuck. Yeah. Everything to play for. Okay, so both teams want to win this mm. real bad. Because if Essendon win, then they will probably play GWS at Marvel Stadium. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. No, you no, can't get past You can't get past them. GWS. And then, okay. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. My mistake, my mistake. You're, you're not going higher than seventh. That's you, all right. You can't get a home final. That's fine. Or well, you can if you're playing Collingwood. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's big. You could very easily lose and then play Collingwood again. Yep. Which if, also if or, Richmond win against Brisbane. Or you could lose and then play Richmond at the MCG. Not as good. Bad, in fact. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine we knock out Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, far out. 
That would be fucked. Anyway, Saturday, Sydney take on St Kilda because I guess there has to be some uneventful games this Sydney. week. Yep, Sydney. Sydney. It's going to be an emotional one. Yep, oh, yeah, of, a lot of Get them all in. Yeah, sure. I mean, Nick Smith's been out for the year and can't actually play. Get but Buddy in for 300. Oh, get him in. Get him in. Be huge. You would have heard a lot of uh, coaching tips from Clarko in the box. Yep. Just learned all the secrets. <laughs> yep. And then we've got North Melbourne take on Melbourne. North Melbourne. North. Ben Brown's North. kick another 10. Just to put it beyond doubt. GMHBA Get a man fired. <laughs> GMHBA Stadium, Geelong take on Carlton. Geelong. 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 <laughs> Sean's tipping Carlton. No, don't do that. All right, fine. Come on. I'll probably be barricading for Carlton, though. Why? I'm going oh, to Carlton yeah, yeah, no, It's true, a family true. matter. I'm sorry, Tom. Do you know what I can't wait for? What? When Geelong win and you rip off your Carlton jumper and you have Geelong one underneath. Gary! <laughs> Son of You've God. You've just shaved your head. <laughs> Gaz! <laughs> Got a little bit of the beard, though, which makes him such a oh. better player. Anyway. Uh, next game, Metricon Stadium. Gold Coast take on GWS. Fuck it. Gold Coast. I'm backing them, too. GWS, you lunatics. Nah. nah. Gold Coast. Do we believe? Talk about um, Isaac Rankine. Yeah. Rankin could get in for his first game of the oh, year. Oh, he'll kick 15. <laughs> Don't know about that. Yep. GWS will want to win this just to shake off the... Baths they've had of recent. Whoops, won't be able to. Gold Coast to win and take all that momentum into next year when they make the finals. <laughs> it's happening. Queensland footy, it's pumping. Brisbane inspire Gold Coast to lift. Yep. Queensland will become the home of football. <laughs> Hosting the grand final next year. 50-year contract. <sighs> at Metricon, they won't be doing it at the Gabba. Ooh, bloody hell. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, at the Stadium, West Coast take on Hawthorne. Big game. West Coast loseth, Hawthorne win. Hawthorne can still make the eight. Hawks. Yeah, West Coast have a history of cooking the last game of the year. I'll tell you what I would do as well. I play roughhead. Lee Matthews made a great point last week when that was the talk, will he, won't he play? And he said, at this point, you you absolutely have to pick him because it's the emotional lift for the team. If you don't pick him, his teammates are flat all week. But if you pick him... They're pumping and they're they're trying to play. For we've life. got to we've got to keep. We've, this is Ruffy's last keep year. Roughhead's career alive. Yep. Brilliant. Sean, it's the Roughhead tour. I'm picking the Hawks. I'm picking the Hawks too. I'm picking West Coast, but I will keep an eye on the team list. And if Roughhead selected, I'm changing to Hawthorne. Yep. Sunday afternoon at Mars Stadium, two teams are playing off for eight. Oh, Western Bulldogs take on Adelaide. Oh, sorry, I misread that. Western Bulldogs will defeat Adelaide. The Bont! The Bont! The Bont will destroy the pike. Yeah. I think they win. I just want to point out that the Bulldogs have been favourites. They've lost. They've lost a lot of shit teams this year. Adelaide are a shit team. Will they cook themselves under the pressure? Tex has come out and said, no, we've got a fucking lift. How many times have you said that that this year? year? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure he said that before the grand final in 2017 too. Doggies are really tough. Yeah, there at Mars. Charlie, uh, not Charlie Cameron. Um, uh, Jake Lever probably didn't hear that though because nah. he Tex wasn't talking. Or, to or him. Charlie actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, he wasn't talking to either. Yeah, of them. Nah, the bond, the bond will stitch up the brown though. He's going to kick three goals and have thirty plus. <sighs> oh, so sorry. you know what's going to happen in Ballarat on the weekend, boys? Might rain. Ooh. If it starts to rain, you know what happens. Bond has five goals and fifty touches. <laughs> Wet weather specialist. Wet weather king. Fucking hell, they'll give him two brown lows. He'll put <laughs> so on. He's, it, it's, a, it's a dry brown low and then a wet brown low as well. Oh, the wet man. weather brown low. The wet brown low. Uh, <laughs> Bartel's got seven of them. Yeah. 
That's uh, why you had to wear long sleeves because you wrap them around your arms. <laughs> the bo- it will start to rain. Uh, Adelaide up by 20 points going into the last quarter. Starts to rain. Bond puts on a second headband. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Double headband. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. Even better. Takes it off. Flicks the hair out of his wet hair out of his eyes. Look at him go. Man, man. If the dogs are ever down at half time, the bond should come out with a, a mighty duck's headband. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Do it, Bont. MCG, Sunday afternoon, Richmond take on Brisbane. Brisbane win this. They are top of the ladder. So Minor just, premiers. Just the to clarify. In their history. Just to clarify. First time ever. Didn't do it. Never done it. In your three people, I think, I think never they've fin- never did it. Have Fitzroy or the Bears ever done it? The Bears wouldn't have. Fitzroy, I mean, Fitzroy may have. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, Brisbane didn't do it when they won three in a row. Port were on top two of those years. Collingwood was on for one of them. And Well, Essendon finished off the ladder in 2001, didn't they? Did they or was it Port? Probably was Essendon. You're right. Yeah, Would I think it was Essendon, Essendon. Port, Collingwood. Port. Yeah. Yep. In 2003, we were fourth. Guys. Brisbane. Yeah, I agree. Nine straight versus eight straight. How good is it? It's bloody mouth-watering. <laughs> mm, delicious. Tastes like footy. <laughs> Oh, Brisbane, Brisbane. And last game, Adelaide Oval, which also could decide finals. Port Adelaide take on Freo. This game only decides finals if Adelaide beat the Dogs. Yes. And West Coast beat Hawthorne. Still. Yeah. Uh, Port will win. Port will win. Port will win. Do you think, though, if they go into the game knowing they can't do it, they'll just shit the bed? No, I reckon they're probably more. I reckon, nah, I reckon they'll do it just win, to get higher than Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this one, they'll want to win just so they beat Adelaide. Yeah, pride of South Australia. Yeah. Pride of South Australia. Take it off. Both yeah. missing the finals. Adelaide Oval will be rested this final season. Did you see that comment where it's like, oh, fuck, they're both shit. Who's going to be on the front page of the paper in Adelaide? And someone just wrote, the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Travis Heaney, had, he was 43, not out. Pop him in there. He's a South Australian, isn't <sighs> he? Travis Head? I think so. Yeah. Sure. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi. Yes. Dusha. Yes. Because this week was very big. Yes. Did our inbox go off? Have we got any emails? Oh, we got so many. Oh, my fucking God. Here we go. Uh, So I don't know if you remember, but after Essendon... So there was an email about Essendon after we lost to 
was the first big loss? Port. Port, that's right. Uh, from David Fogarty. Uh, he emailed us just saying Essendon are overrated and he was really happy to hear me upset. Oh. He actually then sent an email and it was too late for last week's episode. Uh, he's a Melbourne supporter. <laughs> uh, People in subject- broken homes should not throw more broken things. Subject lol. Uh, I warned you, overrated. I'm sorry I couldn't resist. Even Melbourne and Gold Coast haven't been that dreadful all year. Love the podcast. Lions going to win the flag. Uh, so David, I mean, I don't, I shouldn't even have to point this out to you at this point, mate, but Essendon are seventh. Melbourne are a disgrace. Essendon can legitimately send a finals email to their members. Yeah. I can't wait for Melbourne to do it anyway. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine, imagine finishing 17th and cooking it and still getting the finals email out. (laughs) And we got another follow up email to an email that we got, but we received this again too late for last week's episode. This is from Brandon. Hey guys, I definitely appreciate your concern over me buying grand final tickets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're very worried. Uh, I just talked to a guy on Gumtree. He assured me that he would give me the tickets. I just have met him on the ground that day. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I bought them from the AFL event office. <laughs> okay. okay. So he's bought like a finals package. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah cool. He elaborated, sent links and stuff, but yeah, he's got legitimate oh, tickets. Cool. Brandon, That's- I'm glad. I was nervous for you, mate. That's a bloody relief. You should sell them on Gumtree. <laughs> <laughs> to me. So then we hit the point of the inbox where there is just a lot of Brisbane love. Oh, Sean, you need, feed me. Sean, you need to stop um, using aliases and emailing an inbox, mate. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing over on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> what was great is you kept changing disguises as well. Like the computer would know if you were wearing the same clothes. So this is from Special K. Oh, oh Special K. Dear footy professors. This is my official obituary. <laughs> I have died and gone to footy heaven. Oh, he's a Brisbane supporter, isn't he, Special yeah. K? I love Big footy. Time. I love the Lions, I love Link McCarthy, oh. and I love the show. Much love, Carmichael Hunt. Rest in peace. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carmichael. Fucking legend. Uh, then we've got an email from James. Subject, the first in a long while. Boys, I write you this email at the earliest opportunity after watching the Brisbane-Geelong game. You may remember I tweeted beforehand saying it was my first AFL game in years and I hope it to be a good one. Oh, mate. And, oh boy. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. <laughs> Imagine this being your first game in years. Oh, amazing. You could never go to another game again. I've been following the NRL all my life, raised to believe that all other games were inferior, that no AFL game could bring me the joy I felt watching my birth sport. But your podcast in this game have proved that I was wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, Gil, you know you've been trying to break into uh, rugby, rugby strongholds in New South Wales and Queensland with AFL? Give us a call. We're fucking doing it for you, mate. <laughs> Today I felt what true tension in a game felt like, even when my mutual love for your teams was leading me to barrack for a draw, because what an episode that would have led to. And I almost got it too. Great game, great reintroduction to a sport. How good's footy? Ooh. P.S. If the Giants don't screw up the end of the season, I might actually start supporting them with more than just words next year, instead of doing it to piss off my Sydney supporting brother. Have a good one, boys, James. Well, they've cooked it a bit, James, but who knows? They'll steady for finals. Uh, then we have an email. <laughs> an email from Sam. Subject, fuck, what a game. <laughs> Dear Haggard's Footy, I was lucky enough to see a thriller in Brisbane <laughs> with all my Brisbane supporting relatives. So, fuck, Carno, what a game, despite the first quarter just being a collection of kicks out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the last 10 minutes was crazy and Cameron was crazy, but on top of that, I found out my stepfather owns one of Michael Voss's actual jumpers. Oh, what the fuck? 
That's huge. It's amazing. Wow. So by that extension, I think we can call Michael Voss a friend of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> Envy. Uh, <clears throat> if that jumper goes missing, mate, you know who took it. <laughs> Hello. All right, and this is the last and longest email about the Brisbane-Geelong game. Greetings from the moon, and this is from Christopher. Dear Sean and fellow footy professors, how good is footy and how good are the fucking Brisbane Lions? Very good. I am so overwhelmed and proud of how well the Brisbane boys boys are doing. Just getting into the top eight is an overachievement in self this year. And no matter what we finish, I am so thrilled with how well we play and act as a group and how fucking good is Chris Fagan. I have two things to bring up. Firstly, myself and the girlfriend, who is also a Brisbane Lions fan, have a two-week holiday to Bali book for that September. We have both decided that if Brisbane make it to the grand final, we will be cutting our holiday short and flying back a week early oh. to make it. Oh. Are we crazy? I just don't think we can pass up the opportunity if it presents itself, given we are September members and guaranteed access to purchase oh. tickets. Oh, mate. If they're in the grand final, come back. You have to be there. Absolutely. If you're locked in, if you're guaranteed. Secondly, Sean. Yes. I have sinned. Oh. I hope you can forgive me. Hey, do you know what he's done, Sean? I reckon he's tipped you along. Yeah. I always have a hard time tipping the Lions. Ooh. I always think I will jinx the match. The last time I tipped the Lions to win, we played Carlton before the bye and lost. Ever since the bye, I've tipped against the Lions and we have won every match. I don't think I can tip the Lions ever again. I hope I can gain forgiveness for tipping against the boys. Thanks for making a quality footy podcast. And here's hoping to a round 23 roast Trinity in a glorious week one roast finals extravaganza. <laughs> All the best, Chris. Sean. Christopher. It's fine. I'm okay with it. I'll tell you why. Because you're the good luck charm. Since he's stopped tipping Brisbane, we've won every game. And if it if it stresses you out, just keep going, mate. You're doing good. I'm fine with it, Tom. It's doing God's work. And yep. Charlie's work. Charlie Cameron's work. That's what. He's God. Yeah. Well. That was what I was going for. No, I'm fine with that. Like, uh, I, I thought I was going to be angry, but nah. Good luck charm. And go to the grand final. Absolutely. Or stay in Bali and send tickets to us. <laughs> now, come to the game. We've got an email from Aaron who points out a very interesting statistic. Hi, footy professors. Now that Essendon is a lock for finals, I feel comfortable sharing this statistic with you good fellas. In the history of AFL-VFL, there are only two decades in which Essendon hasn't won a premiership flag. The 1930s and the 1970s. You know what that means? Odds are, in the last year of this decade, Essendon is going to win. It's mathematically probable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like those odds. Jeez, that's pretty good. And then we've got two big emails to finish on. One nice, I've read ahead, and one rude. I'm going to start with the rude one. Yeah, of course. Subject. Better not be about Brisbane. Some words to Joel (laughs) Dusha. Sean, I told you, stop using aliases to email the show. (laughs) Joel... Mother frigging doucher. Coward, use the words. Yeah. At exactly one hour, nine minutes, and 13 seconds into last week's episode of How Good's Footy, you said that Carlton are no good (laughs) against our loss to Richmond. Excuse me, what? How dare you? (laughs) As a fan of the team that had lost by 104 points in the week to a team in the bottom eight, say that a team that lost by 28 points... 22, technically, because they fucking paid Castagna that mark after the final siren and he kicked the last goal, which was absolutely bullshit. To motherfucking Richmond is no good. Would you like me to attach a video of the 21 straight goals that the doggies kicked at the game to remind you of who is no good? 
Also, you barely watched the game, so your statement has no leg to stand on. The rain did trip us up. We have no clue how to play in wet weather, but we weren't terrible. If it wasn't raining, contrary to what you said, Carlton would have played a lot better and would have been very competitive. Tracy. (laughs) P.S. Lions for the minor premiership and for the flag. All right, last email, and this is from Milo. The subject is Supreme Council of Footyologists. Whoa. Gentlemen, it's my I favorite thought, drink. <laughs> I thought of writing to you when I was involved in a political debate at a party, and someone asked me what the good Chinese government has ever done, and I nearly, nearly replied, They locked up Tom Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. Uh, I thought of writing to you when my friends and family first began to dread talking about football around me because I would always try and bring the topic around to the superior version of just such game played on the other half of the globe. Even during the tense final minutes of matches they very much cared about, I thought of writing to you when I discovered, to my shock and horror, that a childhood friend who had moved to Australia had become a Hawthorne supporter. Now, at long last, at 2.30am, I write to you to ask one question, and one question only. Gentlemen... When the Bulldogs play the Bombers in the grand final, Battle of the Bees, less than it win by 50 points or maybe only 100. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> Milo. Oh, Milo. So Milo has also pointed out, um, just in the sign-off, they, them, which is important because of this PS. On a genuine note, I just wanted to say thank you for a brilliant podcast. I'm transgender, and as a kid, I found the sport to be pretty unpleasant and hyper-masculine. Uh, which was painful to the extreme. This podcast, combined with my lovely Liverpool supporting friends making me pay attention to this year's football, have helped me overcome my fears and associations and finally really enjoy sport, something I didn't think was possible. You are proper good folks doing proper good things, so thank you. PPS. Is Tom any relation to an iconic American journalist, John Reed? I assume it's pretty unlikely, but John, John Reed is one of my heroes, and I wanted to ask in order to make sure that Tom wasn't a tragic final insult to the <laughs> legacy of one of the greatest journalists of all time. <laughs> they haven't held back, have they? Uh, sent, fuck. Got you good. Sent from the moon. <laughs> Jesus. I've, oh, uh, I've copped a bit of a spray there, Milo. Uh, I might change my favourite drink, which is I'm assuming Milo's from the UK – which I think is where Milo is from also. Right. Does, no, 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 as in, so the person Milo is from the UK. Yes. The drink Milo is not from the UK. No. So Milo, if you don't understand, there is a very delicious drink named after you. Uh, you should try some. Uh, I am not related to John Reed, but I wish I was so that I could disappoint you. <laughs> Thank you for your lovely email, Milo. And we are so glad that we have helped you get into the lovely game of AFL. Uh, you mispronounced best. Best game of AFL. Best game of AFL. And Tom, if anyone else wants to... Blow up our inbox. Where should they send an email to? Oh, space. Um, September. Howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. Boys. Tom. Howgoodsfooty. I just want to hug Chris Fagan. Round 23 is going to be off its fucking head and I can't wait.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.